Hey, it's Carl here. Um, so thanks for listening. This is Return of Dragons, episode 12, the divination pool and the sarcophagus. And we are still making our way through the um, Tyranny of Dragons um, chapter that we're working through module um, that was originally done by Kobold Press and Wizards of the Coast. So we hope you're enjoying the show and um, do check out that module. Like I said, there's a few variations in the version that I'm DMing, but we will see what happens as folks are coming up to the divination pool and the sarcophagus of Deterus. Enjoy your listening. Excellent. All right. Well, we are back. Return of the Dragons, episode 12, I think. Um, and I'm Carl. I'm DMing. And we will go to Hannah, who has just taken a bite out of a fortune cookie. Our fortune for today is <laughs> sudden love takes the longest time to be cured. All right. Wow. And our lucky numbers are 6, 23, 12, 43, 40, and 55. Let me know if you roll any of those numbers. Oh, those are our initiatives. <laughs> yeah, I love getting a 55 on initiative. That's my yeah. favorite. It's a rogue with a very high dex. Um, anyways, I'm Hannah, and I play Immortalia, the 12th level um, Silver Dragonborn Paladin. All right, John, you're, oh no, let's go AJ, I, I guess. AJ, sure. you yeah, sit right next to me. Fair enough. All right, the so Yoda uh, I, I play AJ and- uh, <laughs> I play AJ? I'm so smart, you know, yeah, you, you know when you, you know when you're- Name's Quinn, he plays AJ. I don't see the problem. I'm, I'm AJ and I play Quinn. Um, I am the Black Dragonborn uh, 11th level Barbarian and I play me. And, and what I class and race is Quinn? Uh, yeah, John, you can you can go. Uh, I'm John, and I play Suri, the gnome rogue with a little sliver of wizard in there. All right. Oh, choose, choose, yeah, choose the next victim. I, I was typing for a second. Apparently, we're, it's whoever's there's, sitting next to somebody. So There's there's multiple levels of communication going on at once. You. I'm Arthur and I play Evan. <laughs> I am Evan, and I play Arvel, the elf ranger barbarian who doesn't speak all that much. We're just, we're just making it super confusing this evening. And Arvel is passing it on to Evan now. Party of mimes. That's what we need for a campaign on a podcast. Is I've heard a pitch for that before. Everybody plays a mime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'd have to we'd have to start live streaming then. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, actually. All right, who are you passing it to, Evan? Um, Lillian. Hi, I'm Lillian. I play Milden, the Fratborough warlock, um, who's an underdark gnome, um, level eleven these days, um, and. That's him. I'll go ahead and pick on Clara to go next. 
Hold on one second, you guys. You got to hear the the, the drama that Delilah, our cat, just did here. So it's raining. We let her in. She ran in and then she slipped on the floor (laughs) and slid across the floor. Beauty, she's grace. She'll fall on her face. Yeah. When she runs inside too quickly from the rain. With wet little paws. It's been a while since it's rained. She forgot that it gets slippery. All right, back to intros. Hey, I'm Clara. I'm very tired and very full of bread. (laughs) Does that mean beer? What? (laughs) (laughs) i also play sather the dwarven paladin with an axe and a shield and a few levels of fire and and what is sather full of regret regret (laughs) (laughs) full of being soaking uh, um, Meg, wah, wah. who are you? I'm Cat Lego, <laughs> and I am. I was like, "Oh, you're gonna say it," and then I, I psyched myself out. Um, I play a female human bard, level eleven. All right, take it away, Andrew. I am Andrew. I play Kalini Copper Kettle, the um, lovable halfling druid. Sometimes I go by uh, Scorpolini, Spiderlini, Bearlini, various things, depending on uh, what I've decided to change into today. We've missed Bearlini. We haven't seen him in a while. Uh, fun fact, Cat Lego's last name is Grizzly Roar. So, I mean, <laughs> really fun tie in there. Unfortunately, there's just so many cool beasts that I can change into now. Just bears too, bears are too boring. Hannah, will you give us the recap and then we can get started here deep in a tomb yes, in the Serpent I Hills. Only 6% on my phone left. So, yes, I can read the recap. Last time on insert show name here, Ilda was soothed by Milden's stuttering, semi-apology, and the bearded devils were routed. The party moved down the stairs and into a room with three dining tables. They opted to go up a set of stairs where Ermos found a dumbwaiter that led up and where he saw the entrance to another room. Instead, they followed Ilda's pleas to go towards Dedarus's resting place. They entered a room with an empty reflecting pool, Dedrus's fabled divination pool. There were arrows and the dead body of a dragon cult warrior on the floor in the middle of the room. Quinn and Scorpolini investigated the body, finding out very little. Ilda, Cat, Lego, and Immortalia went through a set of double doors in the eastern wall and entered a room with a golden sarcophagus. Meanwhile, Arhol and Ermas were inspecting a pile of rubble in the room's western alcove. Ermos was certain that it had recently fallen and that it separated the party from the room where they had bought the tiled chimera. Dun, dun, dun! Dun, dun, dun. 
All right, so we are in Deterus's tomb. Um, literally, some of us are probably in Deterus's tomb by the sarcophagus. And there is this large room that some of us are in with a dead body and a pile of rubble and a circular empty pool with some interesting sort of mosaic tile and a sluice leading into it. Um, what would you all like to do? Define a sluice. Yeah, I want to look up the word sluice. Define a sluice. Uh, the large aqueduct that comes out of the wall looking like something like a gutter from your house, although this one's probably about three feet wide with walls that are about an inch um, no, about a foot high, six inches high, six inches high, that slants down from the wall to the edge of the, um, the perfect circular pool in the middle of the north half of the room. That's a sluice right there. Oh, okay. I think Kalini is going to have to turn into like a rodent leany. Oh, Settle gosh. up that sluice. Uh, yeah, the sluice just... Yep, the sluice does disappear into the western wall right there. Child, and I think I wonder, <laughs> I wonder where that goes. Yeah, so you know we're we're not in initiative order. Um, I if no one wants to go, we'll start somewhere on the western side of the room with Scarpellini, Ormas, or Arvel. But Quinn's gonna go up to like this. What is it? I don't know what it is. The starry thing. Oh, oh well, so that's pool. that's, that's pool, right? Or it's a pool. Oh, it's, it's a, a pool. divination pool. Yeah. Okay. So that I'm when you like when you go it. up to it, um, what you see is the pool itself is perfect, perfectly circular. Um, it is a bunch of sort of mosaic tiles that are on the ground that make that pattern, that sort of yellow starburst pattern in the center with those um, the red lines around it. And the wall of the pool itself is about a foot tall. So, you know, not more than like a baby pool. And give me a perception check. Like 20, 25 foot diameter baby pool. Yeah. yeah. It's big. I'm really bad at perception right now. Um, Can't read the die. <laughs> I think that's. It's an invisible uh, dice. Right? <laughs> Get glasses, you must. <laughs> seven then yeah you know well it's really hard to see any sort of more detail than what i've just told you um because you're a dragonborn and it's dark in here and you have gotten to the edge of the the lights from um probably cat lego's um dancing lights yeah well, you know, i'm trying to focus. oh you do have night you do have dark vision as a as a crocodile maybe it's because the maybe it's because the light is still like there a little bit yeah and so i'm kind of trying to change you know like and my eyes are still kind of switching over to night vision mode yeah fair enough yeah so you're up there quinn by the pool arvel i'd probably end up getting interested in the pool myself and heading over that way and Seeing if I can perceive things better than Quinn, who's having to adjust to the darkness. Okay, yeah, give me a give me a perception check. Well, I only rolled a ten. 
that's including the modifier. So, yeah, so pretty much the same same description that that goes to to Quinn applies in in this case. Um, Ermos is over here checking out the the pile of rubble, um, looking around that direction. Sather, Clara, what does Sather want to do? Who's this friend over here? Oh, the graffiti. Uh, it's graffiti. That's graffiti. That's graffiti, our silent partner. Oh. What's what's their deal? Um, I have no idea. You, <laughs> you have to ask what it, one of your uh, one of your colleagues. Uh, it looks kind of like Linus from the Peanuts. It's, <laughs> see if he's got a blue blankie. Is he going to go out and see the Great Pumpkin? Maybe. Maybe he's waiting for the Great Pumpkin. Yeah. Heather is going to move sort of more into the middle of the room and just keep an eye on things for a bit. Okay. Yep. So heading over towards the, there's a dead body of a dragon cultist. Sort of laying in the center with a number of um, arrows both in his body and scattered around his body. Yeah, it seems like there should be someone uh, looking out on, on call, as it were. Okay. Um, Milden and Greg Zeem? Mm, I think Milden's going to have Greg Zeem just like. Maybe hang out over here and sort of watching for what's going on. Milton would sort of like to cause a minor amount of trouble, but he <laughs> hasn't decided what or how to uh, how to cause that yet. Um, so he's thinking about where he wants to go. Um, what was this like statue that's all the way across over here in the alcove? Um, you know, it is. Well, you do have dark vision, and I guess it would be. I mean, I think range. he's going to kind of walk over there. I'm just trying to decide where he's going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this northern part of the room, like these are um, four marble slabs that are sort of pinkish stone that run down the wall. And at the top of them, there's like a little um, circle, like half of a circle, like resting area. You can't really make out like what would be up in the top. And then there are three alcoves on the Northern part of the wall. And the one on the left and the right, um, are statues that are about two feet tall. They're sitting on pedestals. And it looks like um, they used to be statues of like women, um, sort of Diane Aphrodite-esque with like a tree behind them and then sort of flowing skirts. Although now it looks like someone has whether defaced or re-sculpted at the bottom so that the bottom part looks almost snake-like, like someone has 
been adding extra bits of metal or something to make their bottoms look um, serpentine. In the center is the statue of what looks like a, a jackal and he's sitting with his um, hand with his hand resting under his chin um, looking out sort of staring down with the head bent downward so you get the long snout and then the eyes are like staring directly out at the um, the center of the pool here. Um, okay. Well, one thing Melden is going to do is like sort of turn back and, and say to, to Suri, you're good. You're good at climbing, right? I think there's, I, I'd be curious to know what's supposed to go in those divots up there. If you wanted to take a closer look, um, and you can do it that way you want or not. Uh, well, um, so, so Suri just kind of like, you know, raises her finger at Milden, like, yeah, just give me a minute. Um, she's, I was actually, she's going to go into the, the tomb proper and, um, like, I, I'm not sure if, is, is this where the wall is or is this where the wall is, but she's going to go in and basically skirt around the room in this direction counterclockwise i guess and um just kind of check it out like you know there, there could be something dangerous in here or there could be damage that could be relevant or dangerous in and of itself i mean i don't know how long this tomb has been here but it's been a good long while all right. So, and you're looking like along the wall, you're not looking at the sarcophagus, but you're sort of circling behind Cat Lego and Ilda. Um, I'm figuring, yeah, I'm figuring they're at the sarcophagus for the moment. I'll turn my attention to the more or less, more or less the perimeter and check the wall and ceiling floor and work my way around the room. Yeah. And it'll probably and, take a while and then I might move on to the sarcophagus. Okay. Yeah. Let's just do that first bit of action. Also, um, the the four areas that are yellow on the the map, those are um actually four braziers, and they are um glowing with um with light. Either there's an oil lamp or something behind them where it is still, I mean, it is a nicely lit room. The rest of the tomb you've been in has been dark as can be. So Suri, as you pass under those, um, it is easy to, to see here whether or not you have um, dark vision. Okay, and would they be braziers? Yes, brazier, <laughs> brazier, yes. Not, not, not to carry boobies around in, but to carry lights. But could they be? Um, For someone they, who's really big, they Maybe might a be a fire giant or something. Would yeah. I was going to say, if you're real brave, it's really yeah. coward. <laughs> If you're ready to risk it for the biscuit here. <laughs> 
All right. On that note, the walls, the walls that you are looking at are decorated with life-size fresco showing um, what looks like some sort of lost gods. You're not quite sure what pantheon they're, they don't seem Norris to you for sure. Maybe some type of Egyptian, but not like the ones that you recognize from, you know, sort of common seven, seven realms um, of the day by any means. Could they be Parisian? Uh, no, they are definitely not Parisian gods. No wine okay. presses, no espresso makers. <laughs> No um, no yeah, actually, well, you know, actually, I shouldn't say no wine presses. There certainly looks like there is some sort of grape press type of thing and grapes, but much more sort of Nile North African themed as opposed to um, Parisian themed. Too, too many palm trees to be Paris. Yeah. And will you give me a, um, will you give me a, um, in, an investigation check? Investigation. Oh, that's not very good. That's a whopping nine. Okay. Wow, our rolls are great tonight. So far. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Far. So go ahead and move along the area that you, okay. um, that you drew the arrow on. Nothing in particular sort of revealed as you go along the walls, like looking at them and inspecting things as you go forward here. That probably brings us to Immortalia, our cat. Well, I'm going to go into the room in here. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm taking a look around the room because I can actually see in here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do I see anything like familiar, like patterns or things on the wall, you know, like something that would tell me more about the religion in this place? Um, yeah, do you want to give me a, a history check? Yeah, baby. That's an 18. Oh, okay. Um, so tell me, remind me a little bit about Immortalia's deity and... Oh, Tefnut. She's a goddess of, of water, more or less, and of like rivers and the flow of the river between like high tide and low tide and like wetness and dryness and like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, so looking at about, like if wow. you're looking at the room, yeah, like right across the sarcophagus from you, um, in the middle of the Eastern wall, there's right, a spot right. where it looks like there's a river and all of this is very much like hieroglyphics along yeah, the walls, yeah. but uh -huh. it's like older, like, Mm -hmm. millennial older yeah, from, yeah. from what I yeah from know. what you know in everyday even in religious observance but right across from you it's almost like there's moving in an s shape like switchbacks or really like to give the sense of perception coming down from the ceiling towards the floor floor yeah. like a major river flowing mm -hmm. and you think you recognize, although it's hard to tell from 20 feet across the floor, like symbols that seem like older, archaic, um, Tefnut-like symbols, especially along the edges of where the river is. And there are things that you recognize clearly as like 
grape harvesting and wheat harvesting. Um, you also see like scales of judgment, like for judging the dead. And yeah. you see another thing on, sort of on the Northwest corner or the Northeast corner of the room. It looks like almost the eye of Oris. Okay, I guess I'll share my general ideas about like, hey guys, look right there. There's like, it's like a river and there's like a bunch of symbols. I'm not really quite sure exactly. I mean, they're definitely Tefnut related, but I have, I, I could go take, let me go take a closer look. I'm gonna kind of go around and go stand kind of by Suri. Okay. And we'll come back um, and we'll do Ilda and Kat at when, when Meg gets back here. Let's go up maybe to Milden in the other room. Yeah. Um, or, oh, um, Andrew, we never got to um, Scorpolini. I realize I'm skipping him. Yes. So Scorpolini is actually going to return to halfling form. And use his rod. What what was that thing called? Um, the rod of secrets, wand of secrets. Again. To look for hidden chambers, or what is it? Hidden doorways, or something like that. And it's been so long, nobody recognizes Kalini. So it's like, hey, who's that halfling? Where'd they come from? Well, the scorpion disappeared, and now there's a tiny little thing. In its that place. Ate, so that halfling ate Scorpolini. <laughs> yeah, and does the does the wand of secrets require a roll for you? It does not. So I expend one of its charges, and then it points in the direction of a secret door or trap within thirty feet of me. Oh, or or trap. Wow, I didn't read that part. Apparently, uh, that's pretty important. Yeah, that would have been useful to know, like, you know, months ago. Yeah, like when we had that whole incident with the uh, skeleton ball crashing yeah. into us. and So any you know, within within a 30 foot radius of you? Yes. All right. So. Well, you know what? I, I Actually, before I would do that, I'm going to move kind of oh, over okay. here. Um, or, you know, I'll be as close to the edge of this thing as I can. And it doesn't really say whether or not I can like walk around. Oh, as you move. Okay, well, let's just do it. You're sensing here, looking at this area. Um, you notice um, in terms of secret passages, I'll give you this here, like this area where the, the, the aqueduct goes, it's clearly an area that goes into the wall and your sense of it directionally is that it goes in and with the wand, it goes in and then cuts like to the north and then cuts again. So there's some sort of water run making that type of pattern in there. Yeah, so you recognize there is a passage and it, not necessarily so much a secret passage, but I guess the wand of secrets gives you a sense of there is 
a set of tubes that connect um, within the wall in sort of a weirdly, not exactly an L pattern, a weird double L pattern. Milden, anything you would like to do here? Yes. I would like to start to continue examining the statues because they've been, well, he wants to start with the middle one, but potentially to look to see if like, does this statue do anything? Is it activated by something? Does it, you know, is there something potentially mechanical or magical that would cause it to perform an action or to like otherwise interact with something in this? Yeah, give me, give me an investigation check. Okay. Um, can I make an argument for perception here? Because I have no intelligence, but I'm super wise. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I was thinking investigation because you were looking for like it, whether it would, you know, do something or movement the way you were describing what you wanted to look for. I, yeah, I mean, I think investigation makes more sense. I'm just very bad at <laughs> it. Well, well, well. Yeah. And also, you know what? I wanted to cause minor trouble, so. This might do it. Okay. That's a 14. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, you don't see anything that, like, you know, you would pull a lever or something or, like, pull an arm down. He's sitting here looking at it. But with the 14, you notice that the two eyes, like, the statue is, like, black ebony, but the eyes, which are also black, um, are two pearls. And they look pretty darn valuable. I mean, you're not a pearl expert, but... Um, these look like good, you know, cat's eye size um, black pearl marbles. Cool. Um, How much trouble do you want to cause? <laughs> I, well, I know Milton's really weighing um, what's her face's feelings, the ghost lady. Ilda. Ilda, she caused him a lot of concern and also stress earlier. And he had to apologize for something, which is really, he, that's not his thing. Doesn't want to apologize again. <laughs> yeah. She's in the other room though, so. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I, Milton would like to attempt to pry one of them out gently. <laughs> Convince me. Um, okay, so then I would assume dexterity rather than strength. Yeah, I okay. mean, I I think it would be dex rather than strength anyway. There's the same for Milden. He's okay. Um, but yeah, but I think he's just trying to move carefully and and. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if we can pop one of these suckers out. Yeah. Get some treasure. Ooh. You know what that is? That's a nat 20, baby. Oh. Um, you know, you are so good. You're first, you're trying to use this, a dagger, like just the tip of it, just to pop one of them off. And you like pop one out, but like you're holding the statue forward and you, 
as it pops out, you start to shake it and the other one falls out. So you have one that has popped into your hand and the other one lands on the floor and it's sort of rolling between your legs and down that little crevice, like towards the, um, towards the divination pool. But you have a thousand gold piece pearl. Very nice. Quinn, Arvel, um, what would you all like to do? And then we'll go over to Cat Lego. Uh, does Quinn see the uh, like black marble going down? Um, probably not. You're over on the other side of the pool. Although you do definitely see Milden messing with the statue that was over there and like pulling it and trying to do something with a, with a face of it. Okay. Quinn is going over. <laughs> do you walk million. across the pool or around the pool? I think I'm going to walk around <laughs> the pool. Okay. Um, He's not an idiot. I'll Dad. walk up to Milden. I'll be like, so uh, what, are, what are you doing, Milden? I see that uh, you're, you're messing around with the statue. Another statue. You know what happens when you mess around with statues? You get dumped in a pile of gold, actually copper. I, you know what, Quinn? I love getting dunked in a pile of money, but as far as I can tell, this statue ain't going no places. Um, at this point, you do see a little black marble on, rolling on the floor towards the divination pool. It's about two and a half feet away, like right between Milden and the divination pool. Can I? I can I also say part of what part of what alerts Quinn to this is like Milden sort of being shifty about, you know, like he keeps glancing down, you know? Yeah. Um, Can Quinn uh, grab the, the little pearl? That's rolling? Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to give Milden the opportunity to try to beat you in a dexterity contest if he would like to grab it first. Uh, yeah, as soon as as soon as Milden like notices that you have noticed, his like th there's sort of a moment where like like I feel like his eyes get a little <laughs> bit bigger, you know, and he's like his 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 like inner voice is like absolutely not, and he's ready to go for. It. He's like um um Bilbo when Bilbo sees the ring, <laughs> and his face just <laughs> all right. What's what are the roles? Oh, yeah. Modified by Dex. Mine is a natural 19, which is a 21. Uh -oh. That's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> terrible today. You, you see it, and suddenly the little gnome reaches across that two and a half feet like <laughs> mine. So now you have two 1,000 gold piece black pearls. All right, Melvin. You are, you are putting... <laughs> those pearls back wherever they came from i don't know where they were looking but... at the statue there are eye sockets that no longer okay. have eyeballs examining the uh statue with, uh, yeah just examining the statue uh i can see that you took the eyes um and <laughs> You should put them back now, or I'm picking you up again and not letting you down. Becoming a really good guy. 
well, your alignment's about to become lawful. <laughs> whatever gets angry, and then we don't want to be fighting a whatever thing. I'm not down to fight a. I don't even know what it is, but an angry ghost. I'm I'm like trying to please her as much as possible before she tries to kill us. Which Where's is the, the chaos, Quinn? Like inevitable. I don't want to die. <laughs> well, I I think at this moment about we- dying. <laughs> we may want to cut to the angry ghost and cat Lego here. Oh. No, but she's not angry right now. Soon to be angry. Mil- Mild- as we as we cut away from Milden and Quinn, you Milden just ha- hands up and is like like a little sheepish look on his face, like I don't have anything. <laughs> the eyeballs were empty before. Yeah, they were just like that. Haven't you ever seen those old statues? They don't have any eyeballs. Yeah, old people didn't have eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. But that sort of, but he's like, hands up, like, mm, mm, eh. and we cut, and we cut away. All right. Meanwhile, at the at the foot of Deterus's sarcophagus, um, we have Ilda and Cat Lego. Um, Meg, what is Cat doing? Soaking it all in because she has no idea what's going on in this room. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So Immortalia and um, Suri have been checking out the um, like the mosaic tiles, the the artwork that's on the wall, which is like ancient, ancient, ancient Egyptian deities. Um, Immortalia has determined that it's like 2000 plus years ago, but still within the same pantheon of deities that that she worships. And there are four um, light sources in here and Ilda is like approaching the um, tomb is like mumbling under her breath, um, sort of praises to, to Deterus and like is apologizing to him. Um, and you actually hear from the sarcophagus, you hear a voice, Cat, and it says, you approach Deterus in repose. I know what you seek. And it's not loud. Um, actually, Suri and Immortalia, give me perception checks. I want to do a perception check. Well, you know, you hear, so the cat, you're already in. I just, I mean, it's a, it's a whisper um, and I'm trying 19. to see. Okay, yeah, so Immortalia, you hear. And, you know, it's like walking by as, as, uh, as it was happening. Yeah. So. John, what did Suri get? Uh, I got an 18. 18. Yeah, so both of you here. I mean, it's it's a low whisper. You even recognize that it's directed towards Cat with an 18 and a 19. And it definitely comes from the um, the sarcophagus there that has like the shape of a old wizard's body like laying cross-armed in the, in the center of it. And it sort of comes from that like the head area, but is directed down towards where Kat and Ilda are. Well, then I am out. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, oh. I'm, I'm going to say to Ilda, like, I think he's talking to me and I'm going to get closer. 
He is. He knows you. That's freaky. That's all freaky. I know you. <laughs> um. Yeah. I tell me more. What do I do, Ilda? What do I do with my hands? Where do I put them? What do I say? Stay, stay back here. Don't climb on the statue on it. Oh. <laughs> Respect. I didn't know. I didn't know if that was like going next to its head. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, sure. Walk. Uh, it, actually, I think the two of you. So she would walk around on the other side. Yeah. I, yeah. These. This. But if the two of you oh, are like okay. walking around, yeah, like next to it. So you move up the length of it towards the head. I'm going to watch her to take like my body language and like cues from her. So like I'll, I'll mirror what she's doing. Okay. As you approach the head, like, you know, it doesn't turn and look at you directly with its head. Like it's, it's laying there on its back with the head up. And although you know it doesn't actually move, it looks like the head turns and you feel the stare of like these two eyes really intensely looking at you. And it says, Yuntai have taken the one called Varam beyond their portal in the Eastern wall. Be prepared felt I shall open the way to peril. Can I write that down? Y yes, please. <laughs> and you start to hear a noise from over in this direction, Shoot, like man. where the river, like the middle part of the river, you start to hear like crumbling things and Suri and Immortalia, you see it looks like the wall here might be opening. Well, uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. hey guys, we have some dudes to go and get, maybe. Ilda, does that wall normally do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, 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 it never, uh, uh, Ilda looks really worried and she actually moves sort of quickly over here near Kat and it's like, master, what, how do you know what she seeks? What, the, that area is not part of, is it, what are you, what did you seek? And she turns to you like, what did you seek? I don't remember. The last thing I remember <laughs> is a seed. <laughs> like that was like a couple adventures ago. Wait, what? It was all of six hours ago. The oh my dragon God. Lords. The dragon lords. The dragon lords. Vera okay, I would share that with Ilda. Oh. And as I share it, I'm like looking at Immortalia and Siri, like, should I not have said that? No, I think it's a good thing. Okay. Ilda is like, the ones that were here before, but how have they gone beyond Deterus? Deterus! And she's like trying to, like, flitting between you and the, the head of the sarcophagus. The wall area here 
is beginning to open sort of slowly, like it's two, three inches, like a little crack is appearing. Where? In it over on the eastern side here. I'm going to do a thin little bit of polygon reveal. It's either going to be really, really big or really, really big. Yeah. The whole, the whole fog of war goes away, except for a little, <laughs> except for <laughs> no, oh, well it, done. Yeah. Me. Oh, but there's something there. Oh, oh, all right. So that's happening here. Back in the other room, Arvo like and Kalini. There's some, there's finally some action. I'm going to start heading that way. It's probably, I could probably only get about there by the time we want to have things circle back around to me. Um, or I could go further. Or you could just shoot an arrow through there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's sort of where the doors are. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to figure out if there would, yeah, that, that's fine. That, I think there would be enough noise from that room um, in terms yeah, of well, people. I was, I was kind of speaking very loudly for a reason. Okay. I am a bird. <laughs> yep. Andrew, what does Kalini want to do here? Get that pearl. Well, I was gonna walk into this room and use the wand of secrets, but apparently, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's. Uh, how you far can I? Charge. How far can I make it? Um, at least up to where Arvel is, or you could move your full your full thirty. All right, I'm gonna use the wand again. Uh, yeah, there is a secret passage um, behind where the the door is opening or the wall is opening there. Well, that's not within 30 feet, though. Oh, all right. So would there so be, online. is there one on the, um, so, but there's, so I don't, oh, I don't sense anything. Oh, 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 no, no, you're doing a good thing. All right. Um, yeah, let me, let me get some more drawing. Um, so, um, there is here, draw, draw that arrow out again, 30 feet from you. Um, go up to the northern wall as well. Yeah, so both those spots that I'm drawing, there is hidden compartments in the walls or something behind the walls. Definitely. Oh, and yeah, what we're doing, hidden compartments. There is, I mean, I don't know if this is really a hidden compartment, but there is definitely something in there. Sather's hiding something. What? No, I'm not. And Sather, right there on top of Sather. Um, all right. Oh, Sather. it's the regret. All right. <laughs> A pocket full of regret. Um, Sather, what would you like to do? Uh, okay, so now that we're more like deeper in the mountain, I guess, uh, can I cast Divine Sense again? Um, yeah, remind me what you want to do with Divine Sense. Uh, I want to. First of all, uh, look for specifically in this case undead, but also celestials or fiends within 60 feet. And okay. also get another dwarven stone sense religious vibe check of the area. 
Okay. And you're doing undead within 60 feet of where you are? Yes. Okay. So undead. Oh yeah. This room over here. Bing, 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 bing. But also bing, 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 bing. Your like spidey senses are going off. Don't open those. The vibes in this room, man. They rancid. Yeah. Definitely undead. Um, oh, and, and does this also bing, bing, bing? Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and Ilda, Ilda as well. Does this feel like a holy space that's been desecrated? Or is there like uh, the, the ground and the, the land itself that this whole like structure is built into? How, how do... How do I feel about this rock? Yeah, this is a really good question. Um, although you are getting like undead, spidey sense is going off like there's an undead creature. Mm-hmm. There's an undead creature. There's an undead creature. <laughs> you are not getting overwhelming evil. Like you're sort of puzzled like in the Norris pantheon, like dead warriors go to Valhalla, um, like you leave this earth and any sort of animating the undead is just dark and evil and nastiness. You're surprisingly not get like, this is an alien pantheon. And I would say, knowing Immortalia as well as you do and sort of the Egyptian pantheon's treatment of the dead, you're like, this is not my pantheon, but those three things don't radiate deepest, darkest, unnatural evil. They indicate something alien to your belief and faith system, but it's an alien thing, not an evil thing necessarily. That being said, this pool up here, this divination pool, like for all the eh, sort of neutral undead, like it's sort of nasty and weird because it's strange or alien. this pool is like the black hole of evil, like Uh-oh. antithesis <laughs> of nice. Like it's like, like you're even surprised that any divine sense is working at all. Like it is Uh-oh. just, yeah. Okay. A big black hole of nastiness. Uh, well, maybe we shouldn't leave that. Um. So first of all, no one go in that pool. The kiddie pool. Of <laughs> <laughs> Second of all. Splashy splash splash. There's a lot of undead in that room. Yeah, it, it's so okay. You know. Stay there. Don't worry. It's all right. We just, just don't bother them. Just don't bother them. Okay, but don't like. Are you yelling at us? Because Kat's like, you can't say that to Ilda. That's rude. I mean, besides her, she's not, he's not talking about Ilda. He's talking about 
in the walls. There's Still undead in the walls and no in gun. the in the sarcophagus. Yeah, just don't. Just so you know, just I'm gonna don't. stare at Ildo when she mentions in the walls. What? Also, again, I cannot stress this enough. This pool is a bad time. Maybe we should take care of that. Ilda, what? Milden, like, like yep. mimes diving into <laughs> it. But you know he's just pulling your strings. Uh, meanwhile, the, the wall yeah. is opening a little bit more. And... Are we going to have a bad time are, in here? We are going to probably roll initiative. Mm, probably. Uh, uh, certainly. Definitely rolling initiative right now. Definitely rolling Ooh. initiative, everybody. Oh, man. The Carl <laughs> dice are not doing well. <laughs> Look at that. I rolled a 15. A whole 15. Oh, wow. Amazing. I got a rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, AJ, did you roll with advantage on your initiative? Eagle What color would you like? Do your golden sparkles if you haven't rolled. I ha- I do have, in fact, uh, <laughs> two of them, and that's a two. So your other one is definitely better. All right. Well, as the as the wall is opening and pieces are crumbling off, um, Kat, since you rolled highest on the initiative and you're standing right there, you actually are looking in and you see down the hallway in the flickering light three lizard folk um, who look. They look like skeletal monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> And they um, have weapons out and girlfriend is a lizard folk. Don't be rude. Don't he be didn't hear me it. say that. Uh, so first off, I'm I'm gonna yell back at Scyther, we're about to have a bad time in here. And then I'm gonna look at Ilda and be like, there's dead, there's deadness in the walls. What? <laughs> what is that? What is going on? It's a tomb. There's dead things. There's <laughs> lots of dead things. My boss is dead. He's talking to a dead guy and a dead girl. So sassy, but you're nice. What are those? What are those? Those are li- those are those look like lizard folk, and I haven't seen them, and I have never seen this ho- this wall open before, and it's because of something that you were supposed to be seeking. I that my master knew about. What are you going to do about them? Are you cool if we kill them? Um, she's actually hiding behind you, looking <laughs> over your shoulder and looking very worried. Yes, you can kill them. We need more dead things here, please. All right, I'm going <laughs> to shoot my crossbow at the the first one. This one. They look angry. They look angry. 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 That's my secret. I'm oh, I don't think that works. A 14? A uh, 14. Whoa. That's the sound of no. <laughs> I don't know. That's the sound of the DM going and getting chocolate and not Fair. looking at the creature's armor classes yet. Actually, I don't know. A 14 surprisingly might do it in this case. Um, 
They are only lizard folk. Oh, no, they have a little bit better. Um, it bounces off their shields. Uh, then I'm going to leapfrog behind Ilda. <laughs> oh, that's right. Stand behind the ghost. Um, Quinn, you're up. Melvin, we seem to be in a situation. There seem to be people maybe wanting our help over in this other room. But also that pool is evil. You could step in that pool. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, all I've heard is that this pool is evil. And I have made eye contact with Sather, and I'm not going to step in it because he will kill me before the undead thing does. What if I, throw I saw it in his true. eyes. What if I throw those two pearls into that, into that pool? What pearls? What pearls? We got more urgent things going on, dude. Stop worrying about eyeballs or no eyeballs, and let's, let's we can run. If you get your eyeballs, pearls, I'll forget about everything I saw. Yeah, and... And evil is delicious, so you should have a sip from the pool. <laughs> I think, uh, Milden, if you give me one of those pearls, I'll, I'll forget about what I saw <laughs> until, until Ilda asks. And then I will proceed to tell her. But, you know, for the time being, I will uh, not tell anyone. So you oh, have it's a you and me secret. The worst bribery attempt I have ever heard. Okay, say there. You need to feel like that's disadvantage on deception. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have six seconds, Quinn, to act. Okay, Milden or Milden, uh, Quinn <laughs> is going to uh, grab Milden's bag and then uh, run. <laughs> okay, there's big chaos I've been waiting for. Also, I will say the thing that was going through Milden's mind was, can I push him into the pool and run? <laughs> Almost, maybe he tries to grab Milden's bag and then Milden tries to... Well, like Milden's... there's a grapple attack happening. Um, yeah, I think you... I mean, so Milden, are you willing to give up your bag? Or are you going to try to keep a hold of it? I would like to keep a hold of it. I'm not just going to let him run off with all my stuff. All right. So also, I, think I don't even has... think my I don't think my pearls are in the bag. I suspect they're shoved into a pocket, so he's not getting those. Okay. Hey. So if you want to grab the bag, a grapple attack. All right. And a grapple a grapple defense. Two dice. Uh, that would be strength, right? <laughs> Sure. And Milden, you can you can con contest it with a grapple defense. I would like to contest it. All right, gotta get a 20 modified by either dexterity or strength. Your your call. Oh no, that's a 12. All right, that the bag is yours. So he has grabbed the bag. And now and then you can do regular no regular move. What? Well, because that's an yeah, attack that's action. A, Okay. I'm still going to be running very far anyway. <sighs> Milden calls out behind you. I got stubby little legs. This is so rude. Well, you shouldn't take the pearls off of statues. 
you could still give one to me and I wouldn't say anything yet. Are you yelling this so Ilda can hear? He's running. You guys are going to make me choke. Also, did you run through the pool? I gotta know. I I ran all the way around. I was told that there was evil, great evil in this, uh, in the pool. All right. all right. Without- that brings us to Immortalia and Urmas. All right. Yo, um, uh, let me look at roll 20. And I have a carrot in my hand. Um, <laughs> Urmas is going to dash over this direction to get into the other room. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout to them in Draconic because I speak Draconic. And I'm going to. I'm gonna be like, hey yo, dudes, what are you doing here? And also, who are you? And do you validate parking? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't pay your parking. It's $20 to park in the city here, in the tomb. (laughs) We're coming to get you. You haven't paid your parking. But really, what did they say? This is my free my uh free action of speaking. Um something after this. So you're you ask, who are you? Uh-huh. And what are you doing here? We're protecting we're protecting our lair from invaders hey, yo, yo, yo. who are just coming through the wall. Yo, 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 we're not invading you, bro. It looks like you're invading us. Like we're sa- we're down here, standing here, minding our own business, That's and okay. suddenly you're crushing through our wall. Hey, hey. That seems pretty bad. The, the the mummy did it. The mummy did it. It's okay. It's not asked for you guys. It's just it's just the wall. You the know? mummy. It's what okay. mummy? That I don't, I don't see mummy a mummy. Yeah. I see you. Oh my god! You're coming through the wall. I'm not through. No one through the wall. That's yet. right. You stay back over there. It's if you, okay. as, soon as, you ste- as soon as you step, as soon as you step across, as soon as you tear down the wall anymore and step across, this spear is going straight into your throat. Hey, bro, 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 calm down. And you I got a spear say. too. And I got a spear too. And you hear from the darkness. And I got a spear too. And I got a spear too. Can and I, I got a spear uh, too. Uh, uh, persuasion, I guess. Check to. Uh, Try and calm down the situation. Um, sure, you can do a persuasion, but then this is yeah, more of an action. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. I'm happy to use my action to do this. I would rather not fight these dudes. If we can help it. Hold on, and I can't remember what my helmet does anymore. Oh, I per- look at it. Helmet. Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get bro. It does protect your head as well. Andy yeah, bro! That's a natural yeah. 20. Which is uh, only a 21 for me, but that's pretty good. A natural 20 is pretty good, I'm going to say. Yeah, natural 20 is pretty it's good. Um, it's not the worst roll you can get. Eh. I'm like, hey, dudes, I totally get you. Territory is really, really important. You know, the wall is also opening more, even as you're having this conversation. I'm not, I'm not, we're not destroying the wall, you know, 
these kind of things they just happen. They just happen. Cave-ins, earthquakes. You you guys know. I, no, not in the not in the the underground waterways. Well, actually, yeah, underground sometimes. Waterways. Whoa, that sounds pretty sick, man. I don't know. I love water. That's that's what Tefnut is all about, man. I like take out my holy symbol. And I'm like, she's she's the she's the the boss, man. Water. Oh, uh, <laughs> so the the three in the back are like are still holding up their spears. Yeah, I'm gonna step one, um, more, one more thing in so that I'm in front of Cat and Ilma. <laughs> this one though is coming and forward. I'm moving it like 10 feet. It's got its shield up and a spear behind it, but it's like beginning to step forward and look at you. And it seems like, you know, it's it's not lowering its spear, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't look like it's rushing into combat. And this is the one that's been, been talking to you. So it's clearly responding to you and it's, colleagues, followers, the group, the three at the back are sort of holding their spears to see what's what's yeah, going to yeah. happen. Um, Kalini, you're next. Okie dokie. I do love making friends. So they're not attacking us yet, right? Nope. Nope. They are okay. not attacking us yet. Because territory is really important, you guys. Okay, I'm going to walk over to Arvel, and I'm going to cast Guidance, which is a uh, a cantrip on uh, on Arvel, and so Arvel will get he you can roll a D4, and then you get that number added to the next ability check, or or to one ability check of your choice. Awesome. And what level and is the ability check? Whenever that happens, so you can roll it now, or you can roll it at, at the time of the check. I'll roll it with the check once I've made one. So you just get a d, you get a d four, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Boom. All right, Sather, um, you're next. Uh, Sather is gonna move closer to the pool. Okay. Most of my abilities are more focused on using holy power to hurt things very badly, and not like understand what's going on. You could try and zap the pool. So I don't know exactly what I intend to do to this pool, but I do want to be near to it in case it starts getting any ideas. Okay. Are you, do you want to move any, I mean, I see where you moved yourself where you're about five feet away from it. Are you trying to do anything as you go towards it? Do you want to go and like touch the edge of it and try to figure Hmm. Uh, not out about it or I, I'm just you know trying to get a sense like what I see from the map is that you've walked up to within five feet of it you know it's this deep dark evil thing throw the dead body in it yeah I'm not getting any more interaction I'm not getting tossing coins into it I you know right because well first of all I stopped where I am because my movement is 25 feet and that's 25 feet from where I was. Yeah. And also I don't think Sather is rushing to like poke it with a stick. He's just gonna try and like, if he can 
get more of a read on what exactly it is about it that's making it evil it through some way that's sort of his plan um but for now he's just scoping it out while being aware that there's stuff going on in the other room yeah well and what you've heard about Deterus's um divination pool hasn't been that it's like deeply darkly evil like you're partially surprised by this everything that you've heard so far about Deterus has been he's was generous and very fair he would required people to make a sacrifice but it was you know a significant sacrifice but always like money and if you were poor and you had 10 copper pieces and you put one in that he considered a significant you know gift mm-hmm. and he would read your future you're not quite sure where the evil of this comes from but it seems that the divination pool itself has somehow become twisted or this you know black hole of of evil um would you say it's a place or object that has been desecrated um tell me why you're tell me why you're asking that question because that's what divine sense tells me yeah i would say along those lines like in the past, uh-huh. this thing in front of you could probably tell the future divination. Like uh, this is a great big scrying bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys, you remember talking with um, Pangloss and him doing the the scrying. Um, this is a great big scrying bowl, so super powerful scrying uh-huh. bowl, um, but flat, neutral, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe even flat and neutral in Deterus's time, or maybe towards good. But over the last two centuries, um, and not even two centuries, two millennia. So um, something particularly in the last five centuries, or maybe even very recently, has started twisting whatever drives this into, into darkness. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So desecration seems. Yeah. This is, this is something that has been done to this object. It's not inherent to the object itself. Yeah. Whatever has been feeding it recently mm-hmm. has made it hungry for more. Um, well, it's not, not desecrated. <laughs> Yeah, this is why when uh, divine sense and desecration, but it's not, I mean, what's weird in terms of desecration is it's like desecration is here's a holy altar and let's destroy the altar, right? Mm -hmm. This is more like using it for, well, I think desecration is right. All right, Suri, you're up. I think we know who made the graffiti. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's me. It's the boy smiling. Snoopy. Um, So I have a question. When um, Kalini used the wand, did only Kalini see the effect? Or is it like 
things start to glow or are outlined in some way that everyone can see? Or is it just whoever's wielding the wand? Now it's the guy wielding the wand. Okay. So we don't have any awareness of the I would have told everybody though. I would have told everybody where the things are. Okay, but we still wouldn't have a real specific idea. It would be like in that corner there. Uh yeah, okay, if you say so. We don't we don't know the markings on the wall that you like you definitively know there's a thing here. But for the rest of us, it's like, well, there's something going on in that area, but we don't know what. Um, basically, I just want to like hang back behind the edge of the wall as it's receding so that they don't know I'm there. So that if things like if they rush out of there, I'm going to try to trip them or stab them or not. Yeah, and you out. could probably even be five foot closer to it. I don't know if you, how you right. can see it on the map, but that's the the edge of the shadow the the edge of the wall is right like right there and right there so when i open it up there i'm oh, showing okay. you okay that. so yeah i want to be be at the edge of it okay so that um like i say if they come charging out with malicious in, uh, intent uh i can try to zonk one of them before they get very far yeah, and the whole conversation has been going on in Draconic. So Immortalia is talking, you hear her trying, I mean, you can recognize she's trying to soothe them or make friends with them. And yeah. you know. sounds like there sounds like she may have it under control, but there were like at one point there was kind of a chorus of their voices. So like I don't know where this is gonna go. Let's be cautious here. Okay. Or do you want to ready an action there? For me, I guess, yeah, you know, if they if they rush out, I want to get the drop on them. Perfect. Okay. Or one of them, anyway. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. All right, Milden, you, um, you and Greg Zeem and Ilda. So Milden, why don't you go first? Or you are Greg Zeem, Mecca Zeem. Um. Yeah, Mecca Zeem. Um. I think it's just gonna move a little closer to the action, but probably not do anything probably dash actually um yeah so he'll just dash um to to just outside the room um okay and just sort of is there something happens but isn't trying to be in the way or anything and then um milden is going um to shout to Sather and say um as it, he's just gonna be like hey Sather anything you want me to do with with the pool or um or take a look at on this side Hmm. Can you make an arcana check on the pool? I could definitely do that. Um, Maybe you can make an arcana check on the pool. I would be happy to take a closer look at the pool and see if I can deem anything magical about it. Um, so I'll move a little closer to the pool. Um, and just before I do this, I do shout at Quinn and I'm like, 
you're a jerk. <laughs> but I'm just going to let him go. I have the two pearls, so I'm feeling pretty good. You can get your backpack back later. Exactly. <laughs> the secret, the secret offer that no one else has heard still stands. Ooh, nice. That's a 21. Excellent. Um, yeah. So what do you want to know about the divination pool? Um, also looking at it, it is mostly dry, but there are little bits of, of, water on the bottom like someone poured water into it recently and wherever there's water on the bottom it is like a deep black like I mean it's just like traces of water like water went into it but wherever there's water it's like absorbing any bits of light like your dark vision normally you would see little bits of ripple water but the water that's in there is like looks like um, dark mercury. Mm, I like but, that. Yeah, so tell me what you want in terms of your arcana check, like what sort of questions, what are you wondering about the pool? I guess, I mean, so I know from, from Sather that there's like something evil happening um, here. And I guess I'm just sort of like potentially looking for like a source of the energy almost um like is there something magical here that's like causing this darkness that we could reverse in some way um and i guess also like is there anything like immediately brewing that we might need to respond to uh, okay so looking at it, like with the bits of water that are on the bottom of it, um, you're like, this was used recently. Mm -hmm. You also think that um, you're thinking back, like the things that you've been hearing about it, like this divination pool always required that a user make a personal sacrifice to gain its secret. However, mm -hmm. given sort of Sather's like recent stance or what Sather's been telling you, um, asking you to look at it, there you're like, yeah, this magic has grown considerably hungrier um, in the recent years. And in fact, who's ever been using it recently seems particularly cruel. And that now it requires not just a significant sacrifice from a creature, but maybe it's even as dark as requiring like living sacrifices to divine the future. Fun. Fun, fun. And like I said, from the traces of the water in it, it's like, yeah, everything else has been dried. This thing has been used in the last week or so. Like it's not an hour ago, but in recent times. How old's the body in the room, by the way? Less than a week. Um, and people yeah. did inspect it, but I, I can't give you more than less than a week because everyone who inspected it failed on <laughs> investigation checks. Yeah, Mil I mean, so Milden like will share this information out to Sather and say like, well, it's definitely been used recently 
And it's definitely requires dark magics of some variety to power it. Um, a sa I mean, a sacrifice of some sort, and probably at this point it's requiring a, a blood sacrifice. Um, that makes sense with what I've been getting, yeah. Yeah, okay. it doesn't, Good it doesn't, yeah. Um, and I think I'll say it doesn't seem that it is an immediate threat. I don't know that anything's going to, you know, spring out of it, but, you know, it's certainly been used. And if we wanted to use it, it would take some, some dark choices to okay. do so. Um, all right, Ilda moves forward to close to Dedarus's, um head. And it's like, Master, why, why are you opening the, the wall to where the snake people are? You're putting these good people in danger. I, it's, not, it's not what they want. And she's not shouting it, but she is saying it loud enough where those of you in the room can hear. And she's pleading with, Deterus to to close the wall. Hey, yo, yo, it's okay. It's okay. Um, that brings us to Arvel. Yes, there's no fighting yet. Obviously, um, there were we, none of us sufficiently examined the body, but I don't necessarily want to go back and do that. I think. All that makes sense for me to do right now is to ready an attack with an attack action with my bow, given that the that those people in the in the back have their spears raised still, since I'm sort of in the back-ish. I want to be ready in case things go south. Maybe I mean I'll move you did see me fire my crossbow. It just didn't land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think th I think that's all I'm gonna all I'm gonna do for right now. Okay, so you're readying your bow in case the the lizard folk attack the calming things down that Immortalia is trying to do. If that works, yeah. okay. So readying your action. Yeah. So this one lizard folk, I moved him a little bit forward on his oh, action, he, my, my iPad died that I was using Zoom on just a second ago too. Um, he continues moving forward towards Immortalia. You hear noise from like this direction of the cavern. Um, and the noise that you hear is, drive the intruders away. Um, quick, what are you doing? Attack them. Does it sound like another lizard? You understand it. it. No one else, like... no one else understands it. And you heard the voice that I did and you've heard the voice that I've been doing the lizard. Yeah. Thing, and they're not the same. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to be like, yo, okay, bro. It's... Who are you? I mean, reptile to reptile. I don't know who you're working for, but like, we're not, we're not here to like get you guys or whatever. 
you know i mean like you i would be will i would be more than happy to to pay you guys for uh for entrance or like if you guys want to guide us um or if you guys want to help us i'm more than happy to pay you guys in gold or I don't know, whatever else you where, guys want. Where, or... where the, the one who's coming forward is like, where, where do you want, where, where would you want us to, to, um, to guide you? I mean, I'm not quite sure yet since, since the wall like just, just opened up because we didn't know you guys were here. So I might have to kind of talk to my guys a little bit. But I mean, there's plenty of us. Attack them now! And you hear when that that shout comes Rude. from down this direction, the other five hurl their spears wow. forward. Rude. Not the one who's talking with you. Haha, <laughs> he's um, my friend. But the I'm other ones. I'm going to be shooting in the Mortali, I'm just saying. The other ones who've been commanded. I wish. React on, like, right. there is there is a very forceful, like, attack them now. Yeah, yeah. And they were, like, waiting. The in-room leader was coming forward, talking with you. And whatever else is darker in the cave, is in the darkness of the cave, has shouted. And they all release their spears um except for my buddy jonathan jonathan does not release the uh, spear has, that's such a boring name that's not that that's his name his that's job. his name so, jonathan we we've just can't can't jonathan jonathan uh, you're my bud all right let's see a 10 a 20 a 16 a 17 and a 7 uh well my armor class is 19 those so. all hit older don't they no, no, they they all threw at Immortalia. So the the one javelin hits you for six points of damage. Oh, ow! I'm oh, I'm so wounded. Six points. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that like and that, like oh man, I I've got a little bruise. You guys, Arvel, Arvel, did you want to? Yeah, I'm shooting Jonathan. No, don't shoot Jonathan. <laughs> I'm shooting Jonathan. No, I will. I am stopping you from shooting Jonathan. That's I a 15 to hit. Uh, that's a Jonathan. hit. Yo, oh my God. Arvel, I'm going to kill you. Not really, just. Nine points of damage. <clears throat> points of damage. Okay, I'm going to heal him nine points of damage. It's Rude. not not your turn. Rude. That's and... a 30 20 to hit. Oh, okay. 30 20. Why do you guys have to be so mean to Immortalia? You guys just are always hurting people that she likes. 16 more points of damage. We're jealous of those wings, those it, yeah, impressive wings. wings. Impressive wings. Impressive wings. Yeah, I'm a I, with the second blow. The second one also on um the yes. Jonathan. Uh, yep, that's it. He's gone. He's in front, bro. Okay, it, you want 
You want me to spend a freaking diamond? I'll spend a freaking diamond and resurrect him. God, they're Marvel. shooting us. So he's not. The other dudes are. I want a guide. I want to go in blind. I can't see in the dark. Oh, That's why we problem. have these lovely dancing lights. <laughs> Although I don't know if lizard folk can actually see in the dark either, but um, and we do have Elsa, but I don't know. can ghosts see in the dark? I guess. Yeah, ghosts can go through walls. Ghosts can ghosts see everything. Ghosts can do whatever they want. You know, ghosts I'm not messing with the ghosts. Um, let's see. And Suri, you had an attack ready, but I thought it was more if they charged into the room. Yeah, yeah if they come into the room. Yeah. We're moving back to the top of the order. Okay. I'm going to move up. That's the nearest I can. And I'm going to shoot a crossbow at that one. Okay. Thank you, Cat. Well, I mean, we already killed that one yeah someone killed jonathan don't worry so, i don't do anything all right that that's that's uh hey. quinn you're I up i can't believe i named him jonathan it was just a joke it was just a joke it's okay i haven't named uh, any of my animals either and i lost life the octopus. Was a, his life was a joke too wow that's Ooh. He rolled a nat 20 on that sick burn. Yeah. Ooh. I can't. <laughs> Struggling. Yeah, maybe if he had had a cooler name, he would have survived. Wait. Maybe. Maybe. To be honest. I feel like Bro, oh, you know what? I can, I can see if I can go and find what freaking Quinn's girlfriend's name is. Because I think I know where the, where the, sheets, where are. the sheets are. All right. Because I remember she had a really cool sounding name. She did. That but it was true. like all like weird letters. Can I use my uh, speedy boost? No. Of course you can. Okay. I mean, okay. Yes. It lasts for, or well, I can have it for 100 rounds. So I'm just going to use like one round. One round. Mm. Okay. Turn on the speedy boots. Okay, I cannot control my mouse. <laughs> oh my god, I still don't make it. Uh, you know, you I, could no, if you could do it, and then you could shoot him in the face. I I run all the way. Yes, up, shoot him in the face. Feet, five feet away, and I'm probably gonna miss. But it's okay. I also, never hit also, anything except sure for my own team I'm if I'm shooting. Sure, but but you're in front of everybody now, so you can't nobody's in front of you. So how I'm gonna hit my? I'm gonna let's gonna bounce off a rock or something and it immediately hit Suri. <laughs> like it just is a magnetized musket musket ball. <laughs> it is a cave. Never shoot a musket in a cave. Well, I'm shooting a musket. I'm shooting my new and improved think, musket. All right. Also, really quick, I think I'm musket very sorry to Suri in advance. I think a musket is a reloading weapon and can only shoot no, also, once in a round. Mm -mm. This one's a special one. I, I, I've been letting it didn't make any modified. sense with a musket. Yeah, he can shoot. He can one, use okay. his double. This, one's a, this one has multiple rounds. It's yeah. magical. It's magic like that. No, Tazio's this, just cool. Tazio made it better. Tazio made it better. Tazio made it into a rifle instead of a musket. Yeah, instead you of know, a muzzle. Evolution. Yeah. Evolution. Yeah, she, she is evolution. <laughs> 
Casio is a Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't a one, but it was a that's a 12. That's a miss. But it is really loud. Maybe like, it'll scare them away. Boom. All right, take your, take your, sec, take your, your second oh shot. Gosh. Yay, it's I really hope I don't roll a one this time. <laughs> 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 no, you roll a one, so it's a five. It's one less than a six. All right, you run, you run forward really fast and you shoot twice, once into the floor and once into the roof oh. of the cavern. This is why I don't use long range things. This is why I only use my axe. All right. So I seemingly only hit with my axe. Maybe, maybe I could try to shoot the muscles. No, that's also a terrible idea. Is it my turn yet? Um, I'm going to have the thing that you can't see oh, go. No, uh, uh, okay, let's roll. roll. Okay, fair enough. Nat 20. Kraken oh, is up. That's not fair. Kraken is, is right here. Look at bro. the new dice that you bought me. It's got a Kraken yeah, so on it. Welcome, Dad. Thank you. Um, I had to waste it on an initiative throw off. Yeah, um, I wasted it on that. All right. Um, Sorry, no mercy for me tonight. That was ruthless. Um, all right. So coming at Quinn are um, two arrows from the darkness. Um, oh, that's not so good. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> an eight and a nine. He's rolling just as well as you do. Um, uh -huh. Okay. Another fellow melee fighter. Um, obviously archers. he should, should be a melee fighter. Um, where is he coming from? Uh, where is he shoot? He's shooting. He's shooting a, a bow. Oh dang! From where? Do what? No, from from like, where? Wait, from there. Quinn is behind a wall. No, he's on. Works. He's on a ledge. Oh, oh that's so a ledge. yeah, there. See the, the yeah. That's otherwise you wouldn't be standing there. So there's a ledge around, and then yeah, that's about five feet up. This other guy is also standing on the on the okay, ledge that's about five feet up. And Immortalia and Urmas. All right. I mean, I did try and be reasonable, you guys. And lizard folk, I can see you guys are really trying, but like you gotta do better. R.I.P. Jonathan. You are my main man. Are you going to revive? Maybe, if I've got time. I have a whole minute. No, okay. So that's 10 rounds. Okay, well, I'm going to run up to this lizard folk dude and probably just deck him. Actually, probably just hit him with my sword. Oh, here. I forgot I have to move you. Sorry. Yeah. You so I can only move, move 25 right? feet. I haven't used my breath weapon. I haven't used my breath weapon in a while. Like right in front of it. Yeah, you know what? I'll use my breath weapon. That one looks sick. Like right in front of it? Or like, where do you want to move? Yeah. It's a, it's a cone of cold. So maybe like, let me get both of these two suckers in here. Yep, you could yeah, get I'm those two. I'm just going to step in front of you. Okay. Is that okay? Can I step no, in front of you? Ok
They have to make a musket. I wouldn't step in front of him, but a DC fifteen. Um, and they both rolled an eleven, but um, what type? Uh, Constitution. Okay, twelves. Ha ha! I will fail. That's twelve damage on each of them. Okay. Yep, they are still up. And I'm like, my dude up on the wall, you majorly suck. And also, so you look kind of funny. Your dude on the wall has like a human body and a snake head. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, he looks weird. Okay, taunting. I'm sorry if that's racist. I'm not trying to be racist. But you are trying to insult him. I am trying to insult you. In a racist manner. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. She, she starts like immediately. In an anti-lizard manner. I'm really, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm so sorry. You're really bad at this, Immortalia. She really is very bad at this. All right. Vermas has run around. <laughs> Good try. Because Quinn, Quinn understands. Wait, I assume you were talking Shikani. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Quinn's like, you know. All right, Kalini, you're up. <sighs> um, is the, is this like are these like steps right here? So you can walk up this thing. I assume yeah, this is so a raised uh, platform. Yeah, it's a raised platform. It's five feet up from the ground, and then the the coffin, the sarcophagus, is another five feet up. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna walk. 30 feet to here and then I'm going to cast oh and this cavern where the lizard folk are is five feet low I mean the wall has opened but it's also five feet lower than the room that you guys are in oh. okay sounds good I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere as a third level spell. Uh, yeah, that's sick. I just made them cold. Now you're going to make them hot. Um, and it's going to be right where I'm in this, where anything within 10 feet of it is now lit on fire. Okay. Not being worn or carried. And damage to, to them? Not yet. Not yet. Um, okay, that was Immortalia, Ormas, and the unknowing creature, and Ormas Kalini. Didn't do anything, no, he did. He ran. Oh, okay. Ran closer to the action. Sather. Oh, I see. See if we can get through this round. Well, okay. Milden said that the pool is not an immediate threat, and I'm inclined to believe him about that. So I'm going to. Sather's going to move towards what is sounding more and more like an actual immediate threat and head over into this other room. Okay. And that brings us to Suri in the uh, midst of where negotiation has turned into... Negotiations were short. I'm going to move over there and then move up to here and stab this here guy. Okay. I'm going to try out the snake-shaped dagger. 
I don't actually know what it does or how it works, but I will roll a die and I got a 19. It hits. And my, I don't know what, if it has any extra bonuses or any such thing or how much, what it does for damage. We, we had a note that it's worse versus snake people and somebody said these were snake people. I think um, Ilda said snake people. So D, the D4, I got a one. So whatever else it does, like maybe it does something else. I don't know. Remind me where you acquired the, the snake dagger. Was this at the market? It was in the bazaar, I think. Mm. Oh, and if somebody, if it, if another ally is threatening them, I do get my sneak attack damage in that case. Yes, you do. And I did threaten. I did blow ice on them. Uh, it's been a while since I used my Seventeen for a total of eighteen points. Eighteen points of damage. Uh, altogether, plus whatever. Yeah, had already been done. Stuff it may or yep. may not have done. I don't know. That plus the the silver breath. Yeah, and the dagger. Um, he, he got really slow because he's a lizard. Uh, yeah. uh, he's slowed down, and he is now so slow that he is dead. He's slow and bloody. And that and brings us to Milden, Greg Zeem, and Ilda. I'm just going to run to, like, here. I think I can. I, or dash. So that's my whole... Okay. Yeah, and around um, the pool, not through it. Yeah, around the pool, not through it. Um, and I do think I'll have Greg Zim move like further into the room, but I don't think he's gonna like do anything super active right now. Maybe he'll dash too. Um, a running robot. Imagine right. yeah. Greg Zim running. He'll just all right, um, Evan, let's you and the lizard folk roll off to see who goes first. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't do that last time, but all right. Definitely do it. Um, just straight up or with initiative? Uh, uh, modified by dexterity. So that's a 19. Okay, they got a 16, so go ahead. All right, I'm going to advance 30 feet. Which will put me next to Kalini there. And I don't think I have a totally clear shot out of dude, but is that would Yeah, that's that's in line of sight. You're you're good. If you roll a one, Kat or Suri might be in trouble, but I'm sure. Yeah. Well and Suri has evasion, but um i'm hoping for good rolls that's a good roll that is a 27 to hit <laughs> that's a hit and if i'm going for that one that i had sort of aimed at has that one been hurt by anything yet no okay well it will be now uh 11 points of damage to start rolling second attack that's a 15 to hit. I remember that hitting last. It does, again. 13 more points of damage. That is enough to finish him. Nice. And I guess that's, okay, so that's your move, Arvel. So now it's the lizard fault. 
Um, all right. So drawing another javelin, one throws at Suri. Is the that, is the flaming sphere damaged at the top of their action, Andrew? It is at the bottom of their action. So after they end uh -huh. their turn, if they end their turn within five feet of the sphere, then they take damage. Yeah. Uh -huh. So they're they're gonna attack and then get the hell away from the flaming thing that is right next to them. That is a 19 on Suri. Oh, okay. I assume that's a hit. That is a hit. And up all of three points of damage. Ouch. And the one that threw it is going to run this direction, sort of in front of his comrades. Um, this next one is going to throw a spear at Immortalia. That is a 18. That's a miss still. Bro. All right. That is a miss. And he is going to run that direction. The next one is going to throw a spear at Immortalia. That is a 12. Miss. Miss, he's running behind. The other three, one of them is going to throw a spear at Suri. That is a 22. Four points of damage to Suri. Ouch again. And then the next two are both going to throw at Immortalia. That's a 20. Aww. And that does seven points of damage. Ooh. And the next is a yeah. nine. Seven points of damage. Oh man, you got me down to 99. I am Clone Force 99 now. And these other ones are going to have stepped a bit forward because they know what's good for them, even though their comrades are retreating. In fact, they're going to have stepped in front of Wait, what's their happening? boss. And that brings us back out. to the top of the order. So we will start next time with um, with Kat. And I think that's about it.